Hello and welcome to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter, and this week we'll be talking about chapter 17, just as soon as we sober up from all this spice beer. All the spice beer. All of it. Just <laughs> apparently every single bit. We had, yeah, apparently Duncan drank all the spice beer in Arakeen. Because <laughs> he's just so <laughs> tortured. Oh my goodness. Why do you think he's always assigned to the ladies, Megan? And he's just, it's hurting him. It's hurting him so it, bad. He just can't handle it. He can't handle so the fairer sex. Yeah. It's so hard that he has to investigate Jessica. <laughs> well, uh, we are on chapter 17. Welcome back. Sorry about the break last week. But, you know, sometimes we need time, you know. <laughs> we need to, like, prepare ourselves for what's ahead. Mm-hmm. For great chapters like this one. Yes. I mean, after... This was simultaneously, like, a very frustrating and a very, like, satisfying chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and one that we've been waiting to talk about for since we started the show. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically all I ever talk about if I talk about yeah. Dune. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about this particular chapter, these few pages, like, I don't know, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, every week... As always, we start with the epigram from Princess Irulan, so I will take that this week, and we'll get into the chapter discussion. So here we go. There is no escape. We pay for the violence of our ancestors. From the collected sayings of Wadi by the Princess Irulan. So, <laughs> short and sweet this <laughs> short week. Short and sweet, we're getting Remedy into it. is the soul of wit. Um, yeah, I mean, this is actually a pretty good quote, I feel like. Oh my mm -hmm. god, my my paperback just just ripped in half um, oh no <laughs> yeah um and one that you know it's not an uncommon saying i mean mm -hmm. there's lots of phrase you know famous quotes that sort of deal with this same theme you know those who don't remember the past etc so mm -hmm. and something that is pretty relevant right now not to get too current current events but yeah yeah um so this picks up immediately well almost immediately after the dinner yeah everyone's sleeping it off everyone's sleeping it off uh jessica wakes up by herself mm -hmm. um because she hears disturbance out in the great hall yeah uh, it's about 2 a.m and she wonders at first she thinks it's the harkonnens attacking <laughs> <laughs> uh there's apparently monitors to show various locations uh, around the house yeah. She can see Paul's down there in that basement room where they had to put him later yeah. to protect him. Uh, the The Duke hasn't been to bed. She can see it in his room. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's she, she can't see the front of the house, so she's like, oh, I better go figure out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, someone is calling for Dr. Yui, and she's worried that Leto might be hurt. So she you know, puts on her robe and slippers and her Chris knife, and she goes running out there. And it's two guards. <laughs> holding Duncan Idaho who is drunk as a skunk yeah he is wasted and making an idiot out of himself in front of the guards and probably more embarrassingly in front of the shout out mapes who is having none of it oh no she is just standing there glaring at him yeah she's just like disgusted with him <laughs> it's really funny I, lis I listened to the audiobook for this chapter like I oh, am man. kind of caught up 
And it was so funny. It was so fun because the the narrator like slurs all of Duncan's words and everything. Ugh, it yeah, was it's good. all like all of his dialogues for a while is written in like yeah, drunken drunken slurring. Yeah. You know, so one of the guards is just like, well, you see what you did? You woke up Lady Jessica. And he's like, yes, <laughs> look at what I did. I woke up Lady Jessica. Who gives I'm a, a swordsman. <laughs> yeah. I killed 300 men for the Duke. 300 men. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> okay, Duncan. So Jessica being the only sane person uh, asks for coffee. Or she says, get a stimulant. I suggest coffee. Caffeine. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, boy. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we've got. <laughs> uh, he's all messed up. Uh, his, his shirt is ripped open. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very dirty. I think it's he's important been to rolling know- around. Well, he was. <laughs> he had escorted one of the escort winches back to wherever she came from after the party. So he's uh, been rolling around doing some stuff. <laughs> and the, the guard is just like, yeah, we didn't know what else to do with him. Cause he was just in front of the gate causing a disturbance. <laughs> and we didn't want people to start wondering about us. We're so oh. new, you know, here. Uh, and so he does say that, you know, he took one of the escorts home. You get it? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're always calling on Idaho for special surveillance of the ladies. And Jessica keeps thinking that, like, hmm, they're always getting him to watch the ladies. Uh-huh. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so shout out Mapes goes to get the coffee, and she's just like, yeah, this whole thing is ridiculous. Because <laughs> I don't imagine this happens very frequently. You no, know. I can't see the Fremen. I mean, they, they do their thing. They have their water of life. They drink their... Uh, orgies. Yeah, they have their orgies. But I, it seems like a little more dignified than whatever this is. Yeah, there's not a lot of just stumbling home. Just yeah. blackout drunk. Uh, he's just flipping his head around. <laughs> looking. Can't can't live under the ground. Can't live <laughs> on the ground. Uh. Then <laughs> Yui finally shows up. Yeah. Uh, she notices that Jessica does notice that Yui is fully dressed and looks very like pale and, and tired. stressed and tired. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Duncan just goes, the good doctor. <laughs> what are you doc? Splitting pill, man. And she's just like, what the hell is going on? She thinks he might've been drugged, but yeah. he's just saying it was the spice beer. Which, which is stronger than they're used to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets some coffee. He doesn't want the coffee. No. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, you need to drink this. I'm not drinking that. I'm like, yeah, oh, my God. Then <laughs> what happens? Oh. She's trying to get him to drink coffee, and he's like, and she's like, I order you to drink this coffee or something. He's like, I'm uh, taking orders from a Harkonnen spy. Yeah, that's the first thing that he says, <laughs> like, clearly. <laughs> well, first, before that. Oh, we wow. forgot. What Before a that, agent. <laughs> she keeps, you know, she's just like, we are not going to argue with him all night. Because at one point he's talking about how, like, the, you know, Arrakis doesn't look right. And the sun mm-hmm. is weird. And yeah. and Yui's like, well, right now it's nighttime. So you just yeah. need to, like, drink your coffee and go to bed and you'll feel mm-hmm. better. Oh, I feel better. <laughs> and so Jessica's just like, you know what? We don't have time for this. And she slaps him across the face. Yes. Uh, then she gives him the coffee and is like, drink this damn coffee. You know, this is no way to act. 
And that's that's when he pulls it together enough to say, I do not take orders from a damn Harkonnen spy. And everyone's just like, uh. <laughs> Yui's like, oh, uh, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Yui's like, don't look at her. Don't look, look at the floor. <laughs> look at your shoes. Look anywhere else but her. Um, uh, yeah. She's able to put it all together then. And yeah. she realizes that that's why everything has been so strange. She is rightly furious, too. Uh, you know, like, oh. rightly, completely correct in her current state of being outraged. Uh, she asks you if he knew about this. And he's just like, oh, yeah, maybe I heard some stuff. And so <laughs> she demands that she wants Thufer brought to her immediately. Because uh, she knows it has to be him. Because if anyone else brought this up, they no one would have listened to it. Uh, Duncan's still drunk. She throws the hot coffee in his face. <laughs> Jessica's just not having this right oh now. Oh my god, it's so good. So satisfying. And she tells the, the guards to lock him in one of the guest rooms so he can sleep mm -hmm. it off. And they're like, we could take him somewhere else. And she says, well, he's supposed to be here. He has a job to do here. He's so good at watching the ladies. <laughs> and everyone's just like, meh, meh, we're gonna do that. He's so good, he just, like, basically gave up his mission. <laughs> and she asks where the Duke is, and he's... Oh, sorry. Out of the... <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Seer. Um, she, uh, the Duke is out at the command post, but uh, Thufer's in the city, so she's like, you bring me right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. And she's like, if I have to, I'm gonna call the Duke, and I really don't hope I don't have to do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, she tells the shout-out babes to go to bed. They go and lock Duncan in the guest room. Mm -hmm. And she tells Yui to go away. And then she goes back to her room and it's just like, all right, now I got to deal with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> she sits in her fanciest chair so that when he walks in, <laughs> yeah. there's like a, a moment. Yeah. I mean, she has to really like, you know, she's got to set the scene. Uh, so Thufer comes in. He's also exhausted he's who on cares uh, he's on stimulants because she could tell that it's like he's he's got energy because he's on something but underneath he's he's like bone tired mm -hmm. and it's like yeah great you're what you're a grad student Thufer. deal with it <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> he's got blood on his shirt uh and she's just like yeah you need to sit down He's pissed because he's, you know, now we kind of get his point of view as well. And he's just like, this is all Duncan's fault. He got drunk and now he blew everything. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, yeah, we we need to talk. Yeah, she's like, motherfucker, you think I'm a spy? Do you even know how easy it would be for me to kill all y'all? Yeah. And like, he has the, the nerve. So she says, you know, are you a Harkonnen spy? And he's just like, how dare you? How dare you in the in the audiobook he like they're it's very good <laughs> like it's very shouty and she's just like bitch calm down uh i can't help but feel like you just accused me of the exact same thing mm -hmm. uh she so this is also so there's a ton of stuff that happens in this chapter yeah uh so right now is you know she's like okay i could tell it's not him uh so you i'm prepared to forgive that you were telling everyone that i'm a spy and he's just like well uh, do i have something to for he's being real snotty yes uh and so then she's like should i tell him that i'm pregnant 
mm-hmm. because she reveals now that she is a few weeks pregnant with what she knows to be a daughter. I had totally forgotten that that reveal came so soon. For some reason, I was thinking it didn't like she didn't it didn't come out until they were actually in the desert. Yeah, well, cause yeah, cause Paul Paul is just like, by the way, I know all your business. Yeah, and it's like, oh. fucking Paul. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, more on that later. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I guess that's, I'm, I was gonna make a really terrible joke, and I won't. no, no. <laughs> you want to save it for when we get to that chapter? No, I just this is you know she's thinking like, should I tell him that I'm pregnant with the Duke's daughter? And I'm just like, well, it's the first good news Duncan Idaho's gotten tonight. <laughs> that's for later guys it comes later it'll make sense later and you'll laugh and laugh um oh i'm getting some really edward cullen vibes here (laughs) some jacob black shit happening right now i mean kind of it is though oh yeah oh gross because there is even a part there is even a part where jessica's like seriously yeah seriously but seriously (laughs) dude um i do not approve (laughs) i'm leaving (laughs) anyway later that's later everyone yeah (laughs) uh so she's just like well if we had a truth sayer we could solve this but we don't have one so you and i need to figure this out right now she does not Mm -hmm. tell him she's pregnant by the way no uh because the duke doesn't know yet and so she wants to wait to tell him yeah she'll be damned if she's telling thufa howitt before she tells her duke i know not to mention that I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know if he would care. I mean, I don't know if she would specify that she was pregnant with a girl. Like, I don't know if she would reveal that she knows that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if she were to say that, he would just be like, oh, it's a girl. Yeah. I could probably still need. kill you. Another girl in the world. Yeah, women. I could hear, I could hear him thinking that, you know. Ugh, uh, the worst. So she starts talking about all the different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Campy Gurney. Nope. Obviously isn't Duncan. Mm-mm. Uh, you know, none of Could their... it be Yui? No, it can't be Yui. Oh, my he God. hates the Harkonnens. They killed his wife. I'm just like, ah. And he's under imperial <laughs> conditioning and therefore cannot. And it's like, you cannot eliminate possibilities, guys. Uh, you guys. Possibilities. I know. Ha. It's. And they, they just like, well, I don't know. But then Jessica's like, well. What if there isn't a traitor? What if they're just trying to get us to like be at each other's throats and you know they want <laughs> the us to plan. tear each other apart? Yeah, like that's the whole thing. And then you know when we're fight, we're so busy fighting with each other, they come in with all their les guns and kill us all. And then there's a strange little. I mean, it's not strange. It's not strange necessarily, but you mm-hmm. know, she says, "Do you know why Duncan got drunk? It's because none of them know what's going on." Like, no mm-hmm. one knows what they're doing. They don't have a home. And he's like, this is their home now. And she's like, no, they don't know anything about it. Yeah. They don't know what's happening. And yeah. they're worried that the Duke isn't going to succeed. And he's yeah, just Lito's like, you can't. Yeah, acting <laughs> bananagrams right now. So. And Hoover's just like, well, no one can say anything like that. And she's like, oh, shut up. You know, stop that. She's yeah. like, we're trying to figure it out. And he's, you know, and she keeps saying, we can work together. I can help you. And he keeps saying, well, that's my job. Mine. It's my job. Yeah, you're so great at it. You wasted all this, like, manpower and time spying on the wrong fucking person. Like, at one point, she asks for a stalemate, and he shrugs. 
Uh, a shrug. You know what I want to do to this guy? I want to switch him. <laughs> like seriously, I just want to grab a branch off a tree and hit him with it. I reject a serious shrug from anyone over the age of 15. It yes. That like, is such a, a surly teen thing to do. A comical shrug, sure. Yeah. You know, you do one of those, oh, I don't know. But if you're <laughs> literally gonna look me in the face and then shrug at me, no, sir. No. Uh, so, you know, he, he, she keeps saying, okay, why do you think it's me? And he's like, well, I can't, I can't tell you that I yeah. work for the Duke. And she's <gasps> like, well, you know, um, you know, he says, I can't take any chances. And she's like, well, uh, Paul was almost killed earlier. Yeah. How about that? Uh, he gets all defensive about that again. And she, so that's, you know, she's, maybe there's not a traitor. Maybe they're plot, planning something. They were yeah. smuggling in Lay's guns. Maybe it's something to do with the Lay's guns. And then he starts talking about, like, you know, he's like, well, something, something, I don't trust you. And kind of trails off. She's like, no, go ahead, say it. Mm-hmm. Say it. Say what you're thinking. Bene Gesserit witch. Yeah. Let me fill in the fucking blanks for you, Thufer. She's like explaining, you know, the holes in his logic, and he's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you know, you're gonna tell me what my job is?" Like, yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, because she's better than you. And you know, I mean, and even at one point, she points out the very clear argument which the Duke himself made that, well, if anyone, if I was gonna be a traitor, don't you think I could have turned him against you? Yeah. You know, like, couldn't I whisper suspicions to him at night? And then he's no. like, is this, is this a our threat? Bond, our bond is too great. Is this a threat? And it's like, oh my gosh, it's not a threat. It's just facts. Ugh. These are literal facts. Yeah. And so. She gets a flex on him, though. Mm-hmm. That's pretty satisfying. You know, he accuses her of gaslighting him, basically. He's like, Ugh. you know, you're trying to undermine my faith and my abilities as a mentor. Like, shut up. Uh, not all men. Cats. And (laughs) 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 fucking hell! (laughs) I never put that. (laughs) Oh my god, that's amazing, Megan. Megan. Oh boy. Little tears. And so every. Everything she tries to explain, he's just like, you're trying to trick me with your Betty Jesuit witch magic. And, you know, she's just like, well, why haven't you ever asked me to, like, use my full abilities to work for the Duke? Yeah. I could have been helping all this time. And it's, you know, she says, you listen to me when we're in Mm -hmm. council, but you never take my advice. And he's just like, I don't trust your motives. Yeah. And then... (laughs) She said, he says, you may think you can look through a man. You may think you can make a man do exactly what you. And he's trying to get up at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, she's just like, no, 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 no. You sit down. And he's just you like, sit right. down. Does she use the voice on him? She does not at that point. Because then at this point, he starts thinking that maybe he could kill her. Mm, yeah. Uh, because she's just like, if I wanted... You know, anything you've heard about the Betty Gesserit, the truth is is more. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to destroy the Duke, if I wanted to destroy you or anybody else, no one could stop me. And he's just like, yeah. oh, I don't know if she's telling the truth. She doesn't have a shield. Maybe I could kill her. And, you know, she 
you know, says, then she says, you know, maybe this is all a big plot to turn us against each other. We're supposed to be kind of the surrogate parents for the people, to which mm-hmm. point he's like, well, you're not married. Like, I, okay. I wanted to reach through and just strangle him. And he's just like, she goes, okay, fine. Yes. Yes, you are correct. We are not married, but he'll never marry anyone else while I'm alive. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's not the, it's just, that's not what I was saying. I wasn't saying we're, you know, the bride mm-hmm. and groom on a cake here. This right. is where the parent surrogates. And, you know, she says, you know, who, who would be the most attractive target if the Harkonnen are going to try to mess us up? She's like, would it be the Duke? No. You know, but he's too guarded. So is Paul. Maybe mm-hmm. me, but, you know, I'm a Betty Jesuit, so that would be hard. So, you. Yeah. At which point he jumps out of his chair and she tells him she has not dismissed him and she uses the voice. So he sits back down. And he is terrified. Oh, his body had obeyed her before he could think about it. Yeah, he is shitting in his pants and it makes me very happy because this whole time, like, he's been so, I don't know. It's just, you've heard me complain about him every week. (laughs) it has been a real eye-opener reading this this time around just like how much i dislike this character so for me this was incredibly satisfying (laughs) just i was like yes and she has so many excellent lines here she says you know i've i've said to you before that we should understand each other Mm -hmm. i meant you should understand me I already yeah. understand you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she says, you know, you're, the fact that you're loyal to the Duke is the only reason you're still uh, safe right now. Yeah. And if I desired a puppet, the Duke would marry me. He might even think he did it of his own free will. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. What? She's and then, just like, if I really wanted to flex, you know, you would never see it coming. And she says, you know, you have, you've glipped, glimpsed the fist within the Betty Jesuit glove. Few glimpse it and live. And what I did was a relatively simple thing for us. You've not seen my entire arsenal. Think on that. And so then he tries to say, well, then why aren't you doing this and just destroying all the Duke's enemies? And she's like, because then what would he be doing? Yeah. And she's like, do you want him to look weak? Like, do you want, would he want that? Like, yeah. honestly, no. You know, and also she's just like, we 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 exist we exist only to serve like we can't just go around the universe like flexing on everybody using all our powers all the time it's like okay sure no you can't mm. yeah. where were you when Leto was getting Leto two was getting ideas yeah <laughs> Jessica come on where was this speech then well she, anyway. I think she tries a couple of times and he's yeah, just already does. not listening yeah he really is his grandfather's grandson isn't he in a lot of ways <laughs> yeah um and. You know, so she says, like, we all can't do this. But then he's just, because he's such a stubborn ass. (laughs) He thinks, okay, she has a lot of powers, but wouldn't that mean that she would make a really good tool for the Harkonnen? It's like, oh, my God. This dude, (sighs) I just, I can't. I can't with him. Like, he is, to me, like, gone past redundant. Like, Yes, he is, like, loyal to the Duke and loyal to Paul, but, like, at the same time, it's just, like, the means of which he gets, like, how he chooses to use that loyalty and how he chooses to serve and the way that he chooses to serve. It's, like, first of all, he's ineffectual. <laughs> like, he's not very good at his job. We keep, I keep pointing this out, like, every week. He's not good at his job. 
Um, I don't know. And it's just, it makes him almost irredeemable to me. And she says, you know, I hope, you know, now you'll get to the bottom of this and figure out what's going on and remove the suspicion. And he goes, if it proves baseless. And it's like, oh my God, get out of my room. Go. (laughs) Yeah, she's finally had enough of him. And so have we. And so they leave. He considers killing her yet again because she gets out and she she gets out of her chair and she turns her back to him mm-hmm. and he thinks That's about how much she's worried about him mm-hmm. and she he he thinks he remembers the day that the uh the old duke leto's father had been killed uh in the ring yeah so he was and... a matador <laughs> this is just so weird you gotta have your hobbies i guess and he had <laughs> turned his back on the bull that eventually killed him. And so he has the audacity to think, I am the bull and she the matador. Like, no. (laughs) But he decides not to do it and his palms are all sweaty. And then he realizes that whatever happens, he has this supreme admiration for her, but then he just Mm -hmm. leaves. (laughs) He's like, I gotta go. And also, she completely owned him, yeah. Yeah, and it says Jessica lowered her gaze from the reflection of the windows. So it's like, don't think she didn't see you, considering you were, like, she knew everything you were thinking and doing and looking at. And You wouldn't have gotten the drop on her, dude. And her her father-in-law, the matador. Oh, my God. I laughed when I read that. I was like, wait, what the fuck? It's all like that. It's all in slow motion sepia tone, like that Madonna yeah. video. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, which one was that? It's um. Uh, take a bow. Take a bow. So good. Ugh. During song the, uh, and video, both excellent. During the Avita era. Where... Yes. Uh, but yeah, and so then I she mean, I'm finally... more convinced than ever that Pedro Pascal has to be the yeah. old Duke. Yeah. And so then she thinks, well, now maybe we'll finally see like some action. Yeah. And, well, we will, but not, oh, yeah. unfortunately, what Jessica wanted. Yeah, not what she had in mind. It's a real monkey's paw. Because everything has come together just the slightest bit too late. Yeah. And maybe they shouldn't have locked Duncan Idaho in a room. <laughs> yeah. Just maybe, you know, spoiler alert, they could have used him a little earlier. But he does yeah. fine. Maybe Hoover shouldn't fine. have wasted so much time having... Duncan like assigned to je- watch Jessica torturing himself because he loves her he loves her so much dear fanfic I'm yes. right <laughs> um, I, I think I might actually go digging for some I know I won't have to dig very hard but I might go digging for some I've definitely uh, seen you know discussions on forums about that where it, it it's very funny because you can definitely see the skew of posters where mm-hmm. someone will say well maybe it's this and there are a couple people who are like i don't know <laughs> and then they're people like, no absolutely not what do you mean it's like is this thufer yeah. <laughs> writing this right now <laughs> thufer should you be doing your job <laughs> Get off sci-fiforums.com and <laughs> go back to work. This is why everyone's getting murdered. <laughs> oh, he wastes too much time on internet forums. <laughs> that's why he's so shitty at his job. Oh my god, that's so I'm doing good. research. It's research. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh god. I think everyone's Super, had that day. You are a piece of work, my dude. <laughs> my email wasn't working, so I just was cleaning my desk. <laughs> I just, just, you know, rearranging my cubicle a little. So, good, great chapter. 
wonderful chapter. Yeah, it was good. There um, was actually like it wasn't a very long chapter, but there's like really good like economy. Like there's a lot of stuff happening, mm-hmm. even though there's like just a handful of characters in this. Really, there's like really the main three characters in this: Duncan, Jessica, Thufer. Um, but really, I mean, it was pretty intense that conversation between them. It's very like cat and mouse, but like the whole time it's just like Jessica trying to reason with an unreasonable man, and we all know how frustrating that can be. And she's making so much sense, and I like that she doesn't have every bit of it. She's still wrong about Yui. And if they had just sat down together and mm-hmm. had a reasonable like, little convo at the beginning, yeah. at the beginning, they mm-hmm. they could have solved this whole thing. Yeah, and you know things would have been very different. Um, and I mean, I guess you know there's the argument that everything happens you know the way it's supposed to. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> let us know how you think that worked out for the universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. So, uh, in honor of of Drunk Duncan, which is one of our favorite forms oh, of Duncan, the best, yeah, um, the most he does this entire book. Yeah, I know, really. which I love because I think that I, I have read this several places. I have not actually seen it as fact, but I believe that a lot of it was that Duncan was. You know, this minor character in this book who then was this big fan favorite and so mm-hmm. later comes back. And I wonder if this was like the whole the whole scene. Everyone was just like, Who's that hilarious drunk guy? <laughs> 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 Who's also apparently like, you know, this great fighter and super good looking and Oh my gosh. I really hope and... that they include this in the movie. I wanna see Jason Momoa be drunk. Yeah belligerently drunk not just yeah like, ah. not just like tipsy but like really no. drunk yeah so I, uh, yeah i also like all of i like the little this is a, an actual this is written by someone who has encountered annoying belligerent drunk people mm. just the fact that he you know was causing a big ruckus outside mm-hmm could not be reasoned with. Will not be reasoned with. You know, there's drink this coffee. I'm never drinking anything again. You know, and it's just I'm fine. Uh, this is not my fault. Like you suck. This sucks. The sun sucks. <laughs> it's very. It was really true to life. I mean, and the fact that he's all messed up is probably you know we all know, but he might have just fallen down because <laughs> who knows how he was getting home. Yeah. And he's just wandering through the streets going like, ah, the sun is stupid here. <laughs> Your planet is dumb. And they're like, we have got to get him in that. This is not good optics. <laughs> yeah. He is outside right now just pointing at people on the street and being like, Your planet is stupid. You got no water. <laughs> Look at all this sand. You're dumb. It is it is very it was very true to life. It's like scooping sand up and like throwing it around. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. There you go, yeah. boy. <laughs> Yelling at a rock. Oh, Duncan. Bless. There's <laughs> like a, a cactus. He's just yelling at it. <laughs> you got... I love this. Somebody make us some fan art of Duncan Idaho yelling, <laughs> drunkenly yelling at a cactus. That would make me You're so You're not a happy. real tree. You're not a tree. <laughs> You're a little cactus. <laughs> oh. I've certainly never been drunk enough to yell at 
plants. Oh, God, no. No. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> the less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to the next thing? Yes. Okay. So, um, on that note, we did <laughs> ask, we put out the call and asked people to share with us their drunk stories in honor of Drunk Duncan because we love him so much. Um, share stories of their drunken escapades. And I thought it would be fun. We could change some of the names to be like, to protect the innocent, we will change names to Dune characters. Um, and, <laughs> you know, they came through with flying colors, our friends and listeners did. Some of them, I don't think I can read even on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are too good. Yeah. Um, I have one for myself. Okay. This was just more of a, a pleasantly tipsy story, but mm-hmm. I was at a club at an 80s night, mm-hmm. as is my want. And I was just, you know, great time dancing. Very on brand for you. It is. I was feeling it. <laughs> So I was dancing with my eyes closed, which do not do. Yeah, that idea. <laughs> Don't close your eyes. And I was dancing to uh, Alphaville's Big in Japan. Oh, yeah. And I was doing a lot of dramatic hand gestures. <laughs> and I did a dramatic move with my hand and gave a gentleman walking by a very good uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized I just punched someone in the face. And I opened my eyes, and there was a guy sitting in front of me rubbing his, his chin, and my friend standing on the side losing his shit laughing. Mm-hmm. And I went, did I just hit you? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, you, you did. But you're just <laughs> feeling it. You're feeling that music. It's good. It's a good night. And luckily that, you know, I didn't get arrested or, or anything. Yeah. But oh, keep your eyes open when you dance. <laughs> and don't punch people in the face. By yeah. Those are words to live by. And don't stand too close to industrial fans. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe if it had been industrial or a mosh pit or something, I would feel a little less mm-hmm. ridiculous about it. But no, yeah. I was just, just feeling that At sweet. an 80s night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Sweet, uh, that sweet new wave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for myself, like, speaking of the industrial fan, like, I had uh, my ride home money like my cab money like stuck in my uh, I had it stuck in my bra strap because Mm -hmm. you know I had no uh, pockets because women's clothes are ridiculous um so I and I wasn't carrying a purse because I was the whole point was to go dancing but I was drinking dancing and having a good time and not really paying attention to anything this guy that I had a big crush on let's call him Duncan comes up to me and he's like wow you look like you know, you belong in a music video with your hair blowing around like that and your pretty lip gloss. And I was like, oh, and I was just kind of like flinging my arms around and being an idiot and not realizing that the industrial fan had blown all of my cab money away. So I had to walk home like five miles in the middle of the night. Yeah. It was I, not my finest hour, but I mean, I've had way worse hours. Oh, well, yeah, but they're that's really weird. not repeatable. No, they're not, this. not for on air. Yeah. I will also point out that I thought you meant a fan of industrial music. No, no, no. <laughs> like a 
giant industrial fan. I was like, oh man, some, because dude, it, some dude in boots just So it's her. this little bar and it's still around. If you're in the Columbia, South Carolina area, it's called the Art Bar. It's a great little place. Like it's always just been like my favorite place in that city to like hang out and the vibe there is really good. And they have like the most amazing Halloween celebration every year. And yeah, I mean, but every Friday night they would have like a dance night and they would play like a lot of 80s and 90s music. Mm -hmm. So right up my alley. <laughs> and yeah, they're standing in front of the industrial fan because it's this tiny little cinder block space. <laughs> it's South Carolina in the summer. So oh yeah, you really have to stand in front of the fan. And tip all the other dancers apparently. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was a lot of money, but... Oh, but still, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was working, like, three jobs at the time, so it was a lot to me. Oh, That's always the worst conundrum, because clothes don't have pockets. Mm-hmm. You don't want to carry a purse. Mm-mm. Because even... either you have to have it on you at all times. You mm -hmm. can't really set it aside for anything, and, you know, they're just... They can irritate you. The strap digs in. And, like, I need a lot of space to mm -hmm. dance. Like, I'm sure everyone yeah. is familiar with that gif of Army Hammer from <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. That's me yeah. dancing. <laughs> so I need all that space. And I do not have room to also have a handbag. Right. Uh, so it's it's always, there's always a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't all wear tunics. Like Duncan Idaho. <laughs> Fancy dress tunic. I mean, really, he was only half wearing it anyway. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot more stories that are he way did that. more exciting than that. He did that, that on but... purpose. He was oh, like, yeah. also, He's... look at my shirt. <laughs> you know he has a hairy chest. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I do a lot of crunches. <laughs> like, oh, boy. You probably oh. just started doing some right there. Although I think I did. I just watched Aquaman, and I don't think Jason Momoa has a hairy chest. I think no, they've I waxed think him. They've waxed him pretty well for that for that movie. So I don't know. Yeah. The only the only hair we're sure of is Oscar Isaac's beard. <sighs> I love it. That's all we know from the movie. Yeah. Well, and that Jason Momoa doesn't have a beard. They swapped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I, I prefer Oscar's, Oscar's beard because I like a full face beard. No, it's a beard. Like a goatee. I don't, I'm not a goatee fan. But we're not talking about Oscar Isaac right now. Right now. Yeah. Nah, For once. Why not? <laughs> is what I want to know. <laughs> we were telling drunk story. I mean, he really could have been Duncan easily. Anyway, um, so I'll read another one. And this one, I'll share the name because she knows what it's for. Uh, this is from our first guest. The first guest we had on the show, the wonderful Gina Radcliffe, who uh, said, The first time I got really drunk was at an uncle's wedding where she learned the very important lesson of not drinking on an empty stomach. Kids, this is very important. It's very, very important. Yes. I drank three rum and Cokes in about an hour and got so drunk, I somehow managed to lock myself inside a bathroom stall <laughs> so that a bridesmaid had to crawl under and get me out. Oh, no. <laughs> Just thinking about crawling on a bathroom floor <laughs> when you're in a bridesmaid's dress. What a nightmare. Um, what a hero. Yeah. Later, when I went outside for some air... 
I sat on the stairs of the catering hall and designated myself as the greeter in between vomiting <laughs> in the bushes next to me. <laughs> so thanks for sharing that very embarrassing story <laughs> with us and all of our listeners, Gina. Um, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so another one, I'm going to change the name. We will call this individual Paul. Yeah. Good, says, good I don't think I've, I, I asked if anyone had ever, you know, been slapped by drunk by, well, they were drunk by a woman mm -hmm. that they were spying on. Yeah. Uh, he says, I don't think I've ever been slapped in anger. But when I was out in London, my group of pals got a friend who agreed to go to a club on the condition that everyone in the group slapped me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically oh, wanted that this one to be read because there's a lot of face slapping in this chapter. And it's that's thematically appropriate. Also, when you're drunk, don't agree to anything. <laughs> no. Nothing passed. <laughs> let's get pizza. Yes. Not, oh, well, let's, let's all get pizza. Slap let's call Paul in the a face. lift. Like, those are the really <laughs> the only two things you should be agreeing to when you're drunk. Or, like, yes, let's drink some water. I mean, can you tell that I'm over 40? <laughs> because this is well, my response to drunk people now. I'm just like, are you sure you don't want some water? Also, I should not be asked to do things because I'll, I'll take it a step too far. Because yeah. once I went out with some friends and it was myself and two friends who were both, I will say they were on the hunt for some dudes. Mm -hmm. uh, I was engaged at the time. So it was like sort of a freeing feeling where I was like, I'm just here. I'm just here to have a good time. Yeah. But there were definitely points where it was like, oh, you know, oh, that guy over there at the bar is is pretty hot. And me being mm -hmm. like, I will go tell him you said so. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've had a few drinks oh, and I don't yeah. care anymore. I've done that before. I don't care what anyone in this bar thinks of me. <laughs> Let me go fix this up for you guys. I'll go tell him right now. Like, nope. <laughs> Get back here. This yeah. instant. <laughs> like, no, I'm just going to. Oh, it could have been. It could have been something. You, you never know. Yeah, maybe that was her soulmate, and now you'll never know. Yeah, Hart could have written a song about it. <laughs> I don't know. But not just... a song about getting pregnant by from a, one a guy stand. Like, can't the, you from just a hitchhiker have a... that you pick up on the road. Seriously, can't you just have a quickie with a hitchhiker without having to have a baby in the coda? I love Hart, but come on. That was the whole point of the <laughs> quickie. She's just trolling the street. For virile young men. Oh, what a song that is. I fucking love Heart. I'm not going to apologize I for love it, but that them. song is banana. The video is so good. I have... Uh, the aforementioned Gina has received texts from me where I'm just like, you ever just listen to All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart? Because that song's about picking up a hitchhiker and yeah. him getting you pregnant. It's for being about like, screwing a hitchhiker. Like, that is what the song is about. And, and her being like, Megan, it's two in the afternoon. Like, yeah. Megan, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Please go back to your job and stop texting me about this. See, I don't have a day job, so this is what <laughs> I think about all day, every day. Yeah, we, we got several stories about fighting. One yeah. very good one where I was just sort of like, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will not read that one because it got very, it's, there's a lot of detail, but it was yeah. a substantial fight, shall we I say. I also had a, a long one about uh, a friend of mine who, um, I won't say tall, who consumed some tall glasses of water. I'll just say tapped a few kegs of powder. And I'm just like, this isn't exactly what we asked for, but thanks. Uh, 
it was an entertaining story. I'm just not going to share it on air because <laughs> there's a lot of illegal stuff happening in this in this story. So just a little tease for you guys. And I do have another one from a friend I will call uh, Margot Fenring. And she has only been drunk maybe once, but she told a random person the entire history of Henry VIII's leg ulcer. <laughs> which is very on brand for her <laughs> while being drunk that's amazing uh which i once sort of did that but it was right after i had read devil in the white city so some mm. poor unsuspecting so it was gentleman. all hh Holmes. yeah it was just me being like hey <laughs> what do you know about chicago because i will tell you some facts oh my god <laughs> that is very perfect <laughs> i expected no less <laughs> Poor, poor, very patient, patient man at a roller derby after party. <laughs> so. So this has been entertaining. And um, <laughs> just so everyone knows, the contest is still open. If you want this beautiful, pristine, unopened pack of Dune 1983 training cards, it has a stick of gum. <laughs> Don't eat all it. You, all you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes. And someone asked us on Twitter, like, what can I do if I if I don't have a Mac, if I'm not an Apple person, I don't have an iTunes account? Like, I mean, I guess congratulations for sticking it to the corporation. But uh, if you want to help us, you can tweet about the show, I guess. Uh, promote us on any public forum. That would be amazing. And uh, we would definitely consider that an entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because well, you know, these cards are... They're a hot commodity. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to find them anywhere. And I don't think they're going to reissue any for the new movie because we don't really do that anymore. <laughs> no, it's kind of a shame, isn't it? I mean, they they do have them for very strange movies. Mm-hmm. And they're always very strange images. You get well, like one or two that are meaningful. If something's really, really popular, really, really good, it might get like a little bit of fan homage paid to it in a Magic the Gathering card. Like, I've seen stuff like that before, mm-hmm. but... And, and Magic the Gathering has a lot of, like, very Dune-adjacent shit. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it has a whole, like, category of monsters that are just worms, so... <laughs> I think there might actually... I don't know if the Shia Lu card is real or not. I'll have to ask my husband. He's the expert. Um, or the, the picture of the one of the newer... My husband just got... Get another copy of Dune. Mm-hmm. Oh, my house is going to be someday. Uh, <laughs> which he tweeted uh, using our send Dunes hashtag. But mm-hmm. the Shy Halud on there just looked like big earthworms. Yes, <laughs> they did. Big it, was old a, wormy. it was amazing. <laughs> like they did. They just looked like really long earthworms. It was crazy. Like that's not cool. It's I not mean, really scary, is it? It doesn't like. Well, I you don't want to feel... see a giant earthworm. No, but like you don't really feel this sense of awe looking at it. No, it would be a sense of ew. It's more of a sense of what? What if it was okay, I'm just thinking of other giant insects and I'm just like, what was like a giant roly-poly? Just like, oh no. <laughs> Here comes yeah. the shy halud. He's just rolling. Giant just rolling for us. <laughs> Aw. No, that'd be too, that would be scary. Any bug that yeah. big. I mean, I'm just not no, a bug person. No matter how adorable yeah. it's going to be uh, not great. But yeah, I'm just envisioning just like a big yeah. Just going like, I don't know. <laughs> like, 
worship me? Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know if we're going to do that. Like, we're, we're, we have decided to, we, we all talked about it, and we're not going to worship you, giant ladybug. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Oh, maybe um, next time. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should try a different planet. Right. We want to worship that worm over there. He's a little cooler. And possibly has something to do with spice production. Maybe. Possibly. Are the worms and the spice somehow connected? I, I, I keep <laughs> almost getting it. And then it just, it, it's gone. It flicks away. It's just, it's gone. Well, <laughs> so... <laughs> On that note, you do yeah. still have a few more days to enter the contest. Yes. We haven't gotten any new reviews yet. Come on, guys. Step up. We love to hear from you. What you think of the show, if you want us to talk about Oscar Isaac's beard a little less, that's that's fair. Or a little more. Yeah, that's also fair. Because <laughs> it is an excellent beard. We might have texted it to each other at almost the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that on our Instagram feed. <laughs> Which is uh, Weirding Pod. Yeah. <laughs> and you can reach us. Oh, Megan, before yes. I plug our own show, you have plugs this week. Yes. I you had a have, busy week. I was a guest on several, several friend, friend of the podcast podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I was on the Judging Book Covers podcast talking mm. about the poetry of Edna St. Vincent Millay. Yeah, uh, who is my favorite poet, and that was a really fun episode. It's they're doing She's a series one of my faves, for sure. They're doing a series right now where they're sort of reading things that they just have never really read. Mm -hmm. So previously they had done like a book of essays, and then this last one they were doing poetry, and yeah. I got to pick a poet, and we talk about some of her work, and it was a lot of fun. I think mm -hmm. we do. There's it's a great side. podcast. I I really like um, Megan. I don't know the other host, but I know Megan, so. <laughs> Her name is Stephanie. She was very, she's great too. Yeah. Uh, I just, I've not talked about like fairy sex novels as much with her as I have with, with Megan, <laughs> who host, who's the other host. And then I was also a guest on the Kill by Kill podcast, yes. which is hosted by friend of the show, Gina Radcliffe and yes. Patrick Hamilton. And we talked about the 1982 slasher movie Pieces. Oh, it was so good. It was a great episode. Thank you. It is a hilarious, it's not, I want to say it's a hilarious movie, but because it, it's still a slasher. I feel like you, you say a slasher is funny and then someone watches it and they're like, I just saw someone get chopped in half. It's like, well, it was still going to happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if anyone out there is like myself, a massive fan of the Mystery Science Theater episode Pod People, it is mm -hmm. by the same director and features many of the same actors. So if you've oh. ever wanted to see the lead singer from the band in Pod People, uh, <laughs> if you've ever wanted to see his penis, Pieces, 1982. <laughs> How did you know? How did you guess? <laughs> Everyone's dream journal. <laughs> the It Stinks guy. I wish I could see him full frontally nude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I do love uh, Kill by Kill. It's a great yes. show. Judging book so covers is good. also great. They, yeah. We have a lot of our you know friend network a lot of yeah. really good really good podcasts out there absolutely so on that note we should probably plug our own show yeah. the one that you're listening to now 
that you can find us on Twitter at Weirding Pod and on Facebook at uh, Let's Get Weirding. Yeah, please come and like hang out on our Facebook. We want yeah, it to be we hip. Love... Like our hip cool place to hang. That sounds terrible. Don't listen to me. Just go on Facebook. Just like <laughs> our it. hip cool place to it's hang. A hip cool place to hang out. But we do get a lot of really fun posts from visitors that yes. want to show us like really fun like Dune art and Dune related memes. It's always a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or when there's new news about the movie or Yes. Oh. The TV show. Yeah, so there, yeah, yeah, the TV show. Not our TV show, sorry, if you thought this was a plug. Unfortunately, we have not been tapped to have our own show. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I would call that unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen me. Uh, No, I, um, yeah, so there, I can't remember who is the, what platform it's going to be but it is Dennis Villanueva is going to be directing mm-hmm. um, but it's a show about the Bene Gesserit yeah I mean the sisterhood I think one of the issues that has been brought up on Twitter which I agree with is that so far it appears that all of the writers are, are going to be men yeah uh, and that's bullshit you guys can do better there are a lot of so, such female like talented female writers out there yeah, and it's so that's a little bit of a like, oh, hmm. it's a letdown. But I, I'm still excited to see more, mm-hmm. more Dune stuff, yeah. especially since we're past, you know, for a while, like when we were kids, everything got like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. They, they don't do that anymore, thank God. Yeah, now you it's don't just really like, do like affiliated content anymore. I think the last thing I can think of would be like the Clone Wars show on Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah. You know, no one's no one's doing like. I mean, unless I just don't know, but there's not a lot of, you know, spinoff web series or anything mm-hmm. anymore like there was yeah. back in the day. Uh, I think there was a Stargate cartoon that was on, like, sci-fi.com or something Yeah, for that a while. sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, there's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But still, really, I mean, this is exciting, though, because the Bene Gesserit is easily, like, the most fascinating aspect of these books, mm-hmm. of this series. Um, just their whole order and... Their training and all, you know, they're so vital in the later books, too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's all, like, it's really exciting. I hope that they bring on some female talents and female writers. But in the meantime, <laughs> have you already started, like, your, your dream cast for this? Uh, yeah, I have. Like, I'm just, yeah. I've been just, you know, every actress that I can think of. Uh, so there was, uh, I forget which Twitter account it was now, but uh, someone was, I think it was Mwadib Style Guide, Style Guide. Was, yeah. was doing some. Yeah, one of some, our favorite Twitter feeds. Uh, ideas. Yeah. And they uh, said oh, Vera Farmiga, which I was just like, yes, for everything. She wins. Tandy Newton, dude. Tandy yeah. freaking Newton. If you've just, seen Westworld, you know, like, you know. I just really love Vera Farmiga. She's great. I watched every episode of Bates Motel. Yes. I would also say Tatiana Maslany. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone that could do, like, really, like, could just totally be a chameleon and disappear inside of a role like that, like, yes, cast them. But, I mean, let's hope for more of a, a Legion than an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. <laughs> I, I enjoy both shows, actually. I, I mean, I prefer I, Legion, but I just, it, you know, thematically. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. I get it. And, I mean, with with him behind behind it, 
I can I don't see it going the kind of cartoonish route of Agents of Shield, which is yeah. a show that I un, I am not going to apologize for enjoying that show. No, nor should you. It is very dumb, but I like it a lot. I have yeah, I my husband watches it, but I am not really. It occasionally like I will find myself getting like I get really invested in the characters and then like the last episode I watched, I actually found myself like crying and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Pull yourself together. <laughs> this is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I cried everything. I cried. I do. Like infamous... I'm such a sucker. I, mean, I say infamously only to like my friends, but I cried at the end of The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. I don't think I cried at that. I just... And it was not. I mean, I, I tell that to people and they'll be like, oh, because Heath Ledger. And it's like, no, that was obviously very, like, that was emotional as well. Yeah. But no, it was, it was the whole voiceover about how, like, they were all turning against Batman. And I was just mm -hmm. like, he's just trying to help. <laughs> and it's like, oh boy, I'm crying at Dark Knight because of these emotions. But yeah, I cry at commercials. Oh, all the time. Yeah, I'm, I... <laughs> I like to play tough, but I am actually just a marshmallow. What always will always get me is that that video of the guys that had adopted the lion. Yeah. And then they went and visited him and he like remembered them and was yes. like the big lion hugs. Oh, and yes. That made me cry. has set that on YouTube to My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> Oh no! And I'm just like, it, that first the, the music swells and he starts hugging them, and I'm just like, oh, he loves them. He's there at his dad's. <laughs> so yeah, great. I'm I'll probably be crying at Dune, but it, it'll be just emotional. Yeah, we'll see a worm, and I'm just gonna be like, oh my god, it's a sandworm. A shy loot. A shy loot. I'm just wasting all this water. <laughs> well, I am water fat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There'll be something, there's be a little something just like, uh, just drinking this very large icy watching Dune. But hey, <laughs> I drank a big icy when I melts. saw Mad Max Fury Road. So, hey. Yeah, I think I did as well. I, I, you have to have an icy. Unless uh, you're at like an Alamo draft day. house. Yeah, it was my ve a very special day for me because it was the day I found out my first book was getting published. And then my best, my friend and I like went to see like i found that out and then we went to see mad max fury road and it was just the best day would you say it was a lovely day <laughs> a lovely lovely day oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i think that's probably gonna do it for this week next week we're gonna have a very you know it's gonna get a lot more action-packed from here on out mm -hmm. yeah so expect that you know, there's going to be a lot more discussion in the coming weeks because there's a lot more to discuss. So some big stuff is going to start going down. Yeah. <laughs> big. Like stuff, stuff, unfortunately, right at the point when Jessica is like, things might start working out. Everything's coming up, Jess. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but. Yeah, so I think that does it for Chapter 17, yes. starring Drunken Duncan Idaho. Yes, forever yeah. in our hearts. Forever. Yeah. Uh, and what will he do? What will anyone do? You'll have to wait and see. You'll have to wait and see when we come back next week.
gonna be like i'm gonna tweet it we hate movies and be like how'd you come up with the sign off guys yeah it's always <laughs> isn't it always just andrew going take it easy yeah yeah